0: is driving me fucking insane, man. I mean, what the fuck are the Patriots doing? All right, welcome to the 52nd episode of Clubhouse Combos. It's your host, Colin Scully, as usual. And for the second straight week, not joined by my good friend, Evan Mullings. What a fucking bum. Uh, but again, I am joined by my two other good friends, Dan Hayes and Connor Newman. Dan, how are you doing today? Enjoying your spring break so far?
1: Absolutely. I uh, love the time off. Um, I did actually wake up early today. Woke up at five o'clock, went to the high school, got some PT action in, in the weight room. So still keeping that going but uh awesome. it's been
0: a good day You up earlier than me and i was working at 6 30. <laughs> uh newman no rest for you no spring break just constant work how are you doing today buddy
2: i'm good i mean that's the only the downside of having to work but it's not bad it's a beautiful day out today It's yeah, just outside
0: it, it turned into a nice one turned into a nice one um Shall we jump into some NFL free agency uh, happenings before we move on to MLB free agency now that uh, have we talked since baseball came back? No, we haven't.
1: I don't think we have no baseball's, baseball's back, baby. Back.
0: Oh. Let's go. Uh, and then we'll be doing our March Madness brackets as well. So that's the agenda for the pod. Uh, I'm going to kind of hand this one over to Dan to run us through the football stuff and then uh, we'll move on.
1: Yeah. Uh, just kind of run through some of these big signings here. Um, and the first one isn't really even a signing, but just Tom Brady coming back. I think some of us probably thought this could possibly happen. Uh, if it was going to happen, I didn't think it happened this early, but, um, bucks they're back. They're back in it.
0: Um, my personal thoughts, fuck Tom Brady. Um, (laughs) that was fucking so stupid. I'm going to retire. So we had to go through a week of our Twitter feeds and Instagram feeds and social media feeds being full of Tom Brady bullshit. And not, not three months later, is he back playing for the Buccaneers or ready to play for the Bucs? Um, I don't know. The more, the older Tom Brady gets the more of a diva. I think he is Um, like, it's all about publicity. Why the fuck? Like, why would he have retired if, yeah, I don't know. I think it's so fucking dumb. But that's just my thoughts.
2: Newman? I thought it was interesting. I think the NFC South was quickly becoming a laughingstock uh, without Tom Brady. But now he comes back. They sign his center, Jensen, three years. And then Russell Gage joins the party. You have to wonder if Brady coming back had anything to do with his decision. Um, Definitely. The Bucs look like they're going to steamroll through the, through the South, even if one of those teams gets Deshaun Watson, which they probably will. I don't think it'll matter. Yeah, I agree. Um, Like,
1: I feel like Tampa Bay was due to lose all these veterans, and now Brady comes back, and everyone's like, eh, I'll take a pay cut and just come back just because it's Tom Brady. So, but I still find it weird. Like, and I kind of understand, like, you're out of football for two months, and, like, it's the offseason, and, like, he's not in football, but just the training aspect, being around teammates in the offseason, it probably got to him. And he was like, I can't take this. And I saw this tweet. It was funny. It was like Tom Brady finally met his family for the first time and said, I can't do this. And went back to football.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ryan Tom. Clark had a funny tweet. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady's kids must be bad as fuck. Damn. <laughs> I thought that was funny as well. Um, Dan, were you done?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, other than that, I, I don't know if there's much to talk about
0: other than Brady's back. And for some of us, that's a good thing. For some of us, we have to suffer another year. So. How much longer do you think he goes? Like, if he can't even make it two months of an offseason without wanting to play again? I, I feel like no. this guy has to break his fucking leg or something to be like where he just physically can't play anymore. There's going to be a point where Giselle is just too fed up,
1: and I feel like we were almost at that point. And, like, maybe this is like, all right, if you don't go out on top on this one, you have to, like, you have to be done. Like, Yeah. So, I don't know weird all oh, right number. uh the next signing here is actually probably the first and quickest signing of when the legal tampering period opened up and it was Alex Kappa going to the Cincinnati Bengals on a four-year 40 million dollar contract um in the sim I signed Ryan Jensen this is basically the same thing you go out and get a really good interior or offensive alignment from the Buccaneers to help Joe Burrow absolutely love the signing love the price um and then I think some other signings that since he has had shows that they're willing to spend and help Joe Burrow.
2: Yeah, I yeah. think, um, go ahead. No, I think the Bengals were not going to stand Pat and run it back with the same roster. I mean, you spring in Kappa, you pair him, you got Ted Karras for, I think four years, three or four years as well. Um, obviously the O-line we saw in the playoffs, that was their Achilles heel, uh, could probably cost them the Super Bowl. Um, but now you upgraded at two spots, obviously the draft coming up, you can continue to upgrade. I like their, their chances to run it back in the North.
0: Yeah. um, I mean, compared to what Dan did, I think the Bengals are lagging behind, but uh, (laughs) Armstead is still out there. Uh, They definitely have money to spend. I think they're probably not done. Um, I know we'll talk, we might as well just get to it right now. Uzoma to the Jets. Uh, I think that's a big loss for Burrow, kind of a safety blanket over the middle, short little third down catches that that mean a lot to an offense, keep the chains moving, stay on the field. Uh, I'm interested to see what their replacement for him is going to be. I think that's a, probably a bigger loss than most people realize. Um, what were your thoughts on him going to the Jets? I think it's a great, great move by the Jets.
1: I thought it, uh, I really like CJ Uzoma. I think he kind of, solidified himself as an actual starter at the tight end position this year. Um, and I, I'm shocked since he didn't bring him back. I know it's a little expensive and they're trying to improve different areas. I think it's easier to kind of replace a tight end in the NFL, but um, I, I think it's good for Zach Wilson and the Jets. What do you got? Connor.
2: I don't know if you're on the JPA Twitter page, but the Patriots just traded Shaq Mason to the Buccaneers for an unknown return.
1: God, uh, damn, dude though well, that's not what pats fans were hoping for
2: i will yeah, looks- i will say that that winovich trade was like i think i like good that for new
1: england because they don't Me have too. linebackers chase winovich wasn't playing i think that's a really good trade and and also mac wilson's an alabama guy i think it's somebody that and you get
2: speed like. mac Wilson's speed instead of hightower and bentley just fucking lumbering around the field yeah yes so that was a great
0: yeah. trade why the fuck are we giving Tom Brady fucking help? God damn it, Bill.
1: It has to be a pretty good return. Jack Mason's a good offensive
0: line. I know. Right? It's good. I would guess it's probably got something to do with money as well. Um probably. Pat's always not have... a receiver. It's probably just draft capital, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably
2: like Scotty Miller, and the new white guy. <laughs> oh my fucking God. That would so be
0: fucking imagine. Bad. Oh boy.
1: Free agency. Never stops. Um, so the next signing I have here is James Conner to the Cardinals. Um, I just bring this up because I think this is a way overpay. I think he's getting like seven million a year. I don't know why you're paying a running back like James Conner. I know he's scored a lot this season, but I, I think there's a lot of running backs in the draft you could get, but there's also just a lot of running backs in free agency that you could pay for way cheaper and probably get the same production from.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Guy I think about is probably Raheem Mostert, who could play that role just as well, if not better, than Connor did for I would guess like two-sevenths of that price, aka two million instead of seven.
2: I think I think it's funny that that Kyler Murray you know, he wanted that extension. And then the Cardinal said, Fuck you, we're gonna take your money and give it to him, Connor, and Zach Ertz, and fucking Dogby and Gardak. Like <laughs> it's a big slap in the face for Kyler Murray. <laughs> but I you gotta build around your quarterback while you can. So I, I think it's it's decent for a guy who found the end zone like 16 times. Slight overpay, but I mean, good good in the red zone.
1: Yeah, um, I did
2: sign him back in the sim, but
1: I think it was only like a two-year, like $10 million deal for five mil a year, which it's a decent amount for running back. But I How don't many know. years I think
0: was his deal in real life?
1: Just one? Three. Oh. So he went three, and he actually is up to 25, so it's a little more than seven.
0: That's quite an investment.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it'll work out, but uh next signing here uh Mitch Trubisky going to the Steelers um I was a little surprised by this I thought he was definitely going to go to the Giants uh Dayball there as new head coach kind of compete with Daniel Jones um but I guess the Steelers they could still be in on Malik Willis but um I don't know if the faith in Mason Rudolph is there like a lot of people are maybe saying it was so just just a little surprised by this one
0: I personally really like this one I don't think Mason Rudolph has done anything in his, what, probably 20 starts at this point uh, to prove that he's worth a starting job. And for Trubisky, like, why would you go to the Giants when you have to compete with Jones, former first-round pick? They obviously want to give him a look. Um, so you get a starting job right away in Pittsburgh. I think it's a good fit. Mike Tomlin's a smart guy. You have weapons, Johnson, um, Claypool, Fryermouth came on late last year, plus Najee Harris. Um, so I think it's a pretty good move for for all sides.
2: Yeah, and i I don't definitely don't think this takes them out of the running to take a quarterback in the draft. I mean, if you remember, Chicago five years ago paid Mike Glennon fifteen million a year for three years just to take Trubisky at number two. So what a full circle story that would be for
0: Pittsburgh
2: <laughs> or Trubisky <laughs> if Pittsburgh were to take Willis or someone else there. But I like it, bring in some competition. I don't think Haskins or Mason Rudolph are really a starter level material, but there's been a lot of buzz around Trubisky. I like to see that he gets another chance.
1: I agree. Um, I think the whole Chicago experience was, it, it didn't benefit Mitch to his, like what he's good at as a quarterback. So I'll be excited to see if Mike Tomlin can do that. Obviously, he's a little more mobile of a quarterback, and they've dealt with Big Ben for Couple of years, so kind of excited to see what they could finally do with a quarterback like Mitch. So, like that, um, we kind of quickly hit here all the Jaguar signings that happened yesterday because there's just a bunch of them. Obviously, you get Brandon Sheriff. Um, thought that was a really good signing. You get Foy Side Aluakun, linebacker from the Falcons. Uh, you get Fatu Kasi, the uh, D tackle from the Jets. You also get Christian Kirk on what I think is one of the stupidest contracts in recent memory um for a wide receiver like him uh i think it's like what 20 mil a year over four years something stupid like that um and then you also get evan ingram on a one-year deal um and then then top it off it's not a signing but then you cut miles jack just kind of a weird 24 hours to the jaguars um i think some really highs and some really low low points um so what are your guys' thoughts on all these
0: definitely a team with a lot of holes and a lot of money to spend so you know you can't fault him for spending the money. Whether or not Christian Kirk is worth $21 million is up for debate. Um, I personally don't think he is. I don't think anyone on this podcast does. I don't think many people around the NFL do. But, you know, as a team with a lot of money to spend, like Jacksonville, there were, like, there were reports saying Kirk's market was going to be robust. If they really, really like this guy and they think he's going to be a great fit, you have that kind of money. It's okay to overspend a little bit. Uh, I think 21 is way overspending, but also you got to think about what it does to the rest of the league, because if guys like Kirk are getting 21, the market for wide receivers is going to be crazy Robinson's going to be looking for the same number if not more, Um, so it's going to be interesting for sure. I don't know. I don't know what prompted that
2: contract. I really like the Sherf signing. I think you gotta protect Trevor Lawrence. Um, and I like the moves they've made on the defensive side, especially you know, you've got Aiden Hutchinson probably walking through the door in a month, um, presumably. But I, it's just the Kirk signings are so strange. Then you caught Miles Jack. I don't know why he was your leading tackler. He's been great. And then I saw they were shopping LaVisca Chenault after already losing DJ Chark to the Lions uh, earlier yesterday. It's like, what are you You're going to run it back with Evan Ingram and Christian Kirk just eating all your money? It makes no sense to me.
0: And Chris Conley. Don't forget Chris Conley. Solid wide receiver four.
2: Well, not to mention Christian Kirk was arguably the wide receiver four on the fucking Cardinals.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, I just – the Christian Kirk contract, I can't really get by. Like, I can understand bringing him in and thinking he's your number one, but to give him 20 mil a year, I mean – that's a lot of money for a guy that's really not proven in the NFL. I know there's a lot of people out there that think he wasn't properly used in Arizona. So maybe that's why we haven't seen what his full potential is, but still to give him 20 mil over four just seems like a stretch. Um, He's about to enter his prime. Yeah. I mean that, well, I'd hope so. If he's making this money, he's entering (laughs) his prime. I'd hope, but, um, I don't know, maybe it works out and we all look like fools for criticizing it, but, um, he is only making like one point five million dollars in the first year, so not terrible, I guess. And then obviously NFL teams—they always just restructure that money, so maybe it's not as bad as we think. Um, next signing here, Philadelphia Eagles. We got Hassan Reddick. Um, on a, I think it's a three-year, forty-five million dollar deal. Uh, kind of adds some speed to that edge. Philly kind of needs that. I mean, you lost Derek Barnett, which I'm fine with. You have Josh Sweat. You have Brandon Graham, who's getting older. You already have Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave in the middle. Um, it's a signing I'm a little hesitant on because it, it is 15 million a year. Uh, that is expensive for a guy that is a little non-traditional to the position. Um, didn't originally start as this edge rusher. was more of just a, like a outside backer. Um, but, I mean, I'll put my faith in Howie sometimes. Not really with the draft, but when it comes to these free agency, he usually hits them head on.
0: I like the deal. You need you needed some pass rush. I feel like whenever I watch the Eagles, I've never seen a sack.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Yeah, I like the Eagles uh, building on the defensive side. Uh, also, the Shaq Mason deal is for a fifth-round pick. Jesus um, no. fucking Christ. It, it's for a fifth-round pick, and it frees up, I think, 6.3 mil uh, for the Patriots.
0: 6.3 mil to probably go use on fucking veterans that were resigning. Jeez. very strange
2: um but as for the eagles i i assume they're still on the market for a receiver i wonder if live cushion all i feel like that could even be a decent fit there um or through the draft but i i still think they need to upgrade at that position
1: yeah um sorry i'm trying to text about the whole shaq mason deal still with some uh with frank and all those guys but um I just quickly heard you say LaVisco Chanel. That's a guy I'd like the Eagles to get. I was high on him coming in uh, when he was a rookie um, or at least a college prospect. So I'd be interested to see where he goes. I still think he's a good fit in Jacksonville. Um, so, but I guess that's not going to happen. Um, next signing here, um, pair of Dolphin signings, Cedric Wilson and Teddy Bridgewater going to the Dolphins. Uh, I think it's hilarious that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the backup for Tua, even though he's probably better. Um, I just find it really weird.
0: Ironically enough, that was my quarterback duo in Cleveland. (laughs) Yeah, That's true. (laughs) And I also signed Cedric Wilson to Cleveland. So the three of them will be teammates just for the wrong team.
1: Interesting. That's funny how that works out.
0: I think Wilson's a good fit there. You have Parker, um, and you have Waddle and then Wilson kind of slots in, in the, in the slot position, wide receiver three, I think it's a good fit, um, As for Teddy B, I guess having that kind of insurance isn't bad. But I'm kind of surprised that Bridgewater settled for a backup job.
1: I don't know if the market for him was going to be that high.
0: I feel like there are other teams where he could have competed, though. Like, you think about Carolina, the Giants, even Washington.
1: (laughs) That's fair. I mean, he already ran his time in Carolina with Matt Rule there. That already – was there. Um that's true. I totally forgot about that. So, but I th- I feel like a lot of these other teams also are in the Deshaun Watson sweep sticks that like they just weren't even looking at Teddy. Whereas the Dolphins were probably like, we'll have you compete and
2: they're the first team to reach out. So but again, I don't really know. So no yeah, one- I- I mean, I actually really do like Cedric Wilson. I think when he got a chance uh, with all those injuries in Dallas late, late in the season, I think he showed that he's capable of being, you know, probably a wide receiver too on a, on a decent team. So I like, I like the Dolphins going out to get him, adding him to Gesicki, who they already retained, and Jalen Waddle, who's going to be a star. I fucking love Jalen Waddle. So I think mean, they've got a ton of weapons there for wherever the quarterback ends up being, probably to, which is just so stupid, but
0: oh well. Still need a running back in Miami. Uh Dan no, I had a-
2: Chase Edmonds,
0: no? Oh, that's right. I had a question. Uh, how much did Wilson get? AAV? Uh quickly here.
1: It was three years, 22.8 mil, so it's gonna be seven around.
2: Nice. Seven. Save money. We released Brian Bulaga. Let's fucking go. Not <laughs> that Chargers.
0: hearing wow. some cap. Uh,
2: we tendered Storm Norton.
1: The cap Why do we tender Storm Norton? I was telling uh, Colin. So, um, for those that don't know, when we did the sim, we have a spreadsheet and it had all the impending free agents for every team. And everybody on the offer tab would be yes, no, yes, no, if they're signing them or not. And Connor for Storm Norton just puts fuck no uh, <laughs> to emphasize that he is not resigning that guy. But unfortunately, the real life Chargers
2: tendered him today so he will be back well, he won't be fucking playing we'll be we'll be drafting a, a right tackle thank you very much fair enough um
1: to stay on the charges though jc jackson hell of a steal i'd say at 16.5 a year it is or something like that over five years um absolutely love it um i, I love the pairing of him and asante samuel jr and i kind of think this is almost like an Fu to bill uh, you go to somebody that's going to be pretty, uh, pretty, I guess, relevant in the AFC picture of things when it comes to the playoffs. Um, they had a tight game this year, uh, obviously, against each other. So I, I really like this for uh, the Chargers. And I said it in the text um, in our group chat. My guarantee is that the Chargers will be in the Super Bowl.
0: Everybody book that. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're optimistic. Bill is driving me fucking insane, man. I mean, what the fuck are the Patriots doing? I know this is like what Belichick does. Like, he does shit that doesn't make sense. But come football season, the Patriots are usually pretty good. Um, But that was when we had Tom Brady, okay? And we don't have Tom Brady anymore. And Mac Jones isn't as good as the rest of these great quarterbacks in the AFC. So you need to have a good fucking roster around him. The defense is terrible without JC Jackson. You're telling me Jalen Mills is going to get matched up on... Tyreek Hill and Cortland Sutton, and fucking name any number one, Amari Cooper now, uh, Deontay Johnson. Like Jalen Mills is not even capable of covering the second best wide receiver on a team, never mind the first. What the fuck? Good for the Chargers, though. And, and I agree, a steal at 16 and a half.
2: Yeah, I was pretty thrilled to see that number, especially since it's only 8 mil in, in year one which is great, which is why we've been able to sign all these other fuckers. Um, I guess we can just... like So Sebastian Joseph Day, D-tackle. Austin Johnson, D-tackle. I mean, fucking Tillery's ass can be a rotational piece now. Bumps Asante Samuel to the slot where he's way more comfortable. And we traded for fucking Khalil Mack. So this defense has been rejuvenated. Fucking Coupon Tom is finally spending their money in the right way. And we just got 10 more mil, so let's go fucking spend more.
0: Coupon Tom. Maybe we should start calling Bill Coupon Bill.
2: The coupon Tom has been around for like ever since he fucking came into our team. That's funny.
1: Um, the There's a lot of like mid-tier signings and uh, obviously the one of it straight that we mentioned. Um, the next one I have here is the whole Randy uh, Gregory situation. Uh, originally, we was supposed to go to Dallas on a five-year, $70 million contract, pulls a U-turn and goes to Denver – on the same exact contract. Um, kind of weird, very interesting how that kind of unfolded. Um, love it for Denver. Um, it was kind of looking like Von Miller may want to go back to Denver, but obviously they did not want him. So they get a pretty young pass rusher. Um, on, I, I think it's a pretty decent deal for Randy Gregory. So I like
0: it so i was at work today when you guys were texting about this and my airpods were like reading the text to me and shit and i was like i don't really know what's going on i really didn't understand what happened until i got home and went on instagram later on in the day and uh i was like oh now i know why newman was like randy gregory what the fuck um which was funny but for denver i mean you got to think gregory's only going because weed is legal right i mean it's a perfect (laughs) fit for him (laughs) A lot of
1: people say that
0: But I I was kind of surprised At the Von Miller Because this obviously signifies That they aren't bringing him back It seemed like he was almost a done deal Especially after the Wilson trade Um, It would be kind of funny If Miller ends up going to Dallas And they just swap places But uh, I hope Von Miller Goes to a a contending team I think he deserves uh, Not that he didn't just win a ring But he deserves to play for a winning team At the end of his career
2: no, I agree. And I, I saw, I know Von Miller and Dallas have mutual interests. So that would be pretty funny if they do a swap. Yeah. So based on what I've been able to come across, it seems like in Gregory's original contract, they tried to throw in some contingencies late for, you know, risking his off the field shit. And he just took away a lot of offense to that and said, fuck you guys. So it's a way to lose your star, fucking edge rusher. Typical Jerry
1: Jones. Yeah. Fucker um next one here and really the last major signing i think uh marcus williams going to the baltimore ravens on a five-year 70 million dollar contract um i don't know what the apy is gotta do, do that map that's it's 14 a year right uh eighty-five yes. for five or what 70,
0: 70 for five
1: yeah 14 14 so I find this interesting. Um, Obviously, I think it's a good signing for Baltimore, um, but I did see a rumor that Philly was in the $14 million a year ballpark um, for APY. Um, Obviously lower than that uh, because Williams is going to Baltimore, but um, I I think it's a really good thing for this Baltimore secondary that's kind of depleted. Had a lot of injuries over the years and a lot of free agents this year, so um, I like it.
0: Yeah, it's a great fit. And, Dan, if I remember correctly, you gave him, what, five for 72-and-a-half in Detroit? So Mm -hmm. pretty similar to um, what we kind of expected to see for Williams. I'd imagine he had a pretty robust market. There are a lot of teams that could use a very good safety. Um, But maybe none more needy than Baltimore. I mean, I think it's a great fit. That secondary, like you said, Dan, dealt with numerous injuries this year um and really i think the injuries were their downfall that and the fucking two-point conversions but i think it's a great fit um and good for williams good payday
2: yeah i actually really like the fit i mean presumably they're gonna lose to sean elliott um and jimmy smith so i think that secondary needed an, an upgrade and i i think marcus williams was a huge piece that's still out there as of today and good for fucking hard and in the gang for going out and getting him
0: uh. Baseball?
1: Um, I just quickly wanted to say some of the free agents that are still available and if anyone had some thoughts. Um, so, obviously, Teron Armstead, as Colin noted, is still out there. Um, I have to imagine his market is huge just because he hasn't signed yet. Um, Tyron Matthew, he's also out there. Allen Robinson, uh, Jadavion Clowney, Stephon Gilmore, um, Bobby Wagner. Uh, as we mentioned, Vaughn Miller, Chandler Jones, um, and then really Odell Beckham. So there's a lot of big names still out there. Um, I'd really like the Eagles if um, they kind of missed out on Marcus Williams to guy of go after Tyron Matthew. I think that'd be a really good fit.
0: Yeah, that would be a good fit. Um, if the Patriots don't sign a fucking wide receiver, I'm going to go berserk. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. And Newman, if you say one more thing about the Chargers getting another good player, fuck you. No more for you guys. I'm waiting to get Tyron Matthew tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> imagine, no more.
2: Imagine. imagine. <laughs> Him, oh, James and Adderley. God. Oh, my God.
1: That secondary would be one of the best secondaries in the league.
0: Ever. On paper. The best ever yeah. on paper. That would be Probably insanity. There. Oh, we forgot fucking Khalil Mack trade. Well, I, I mentioned it. It's huge. Very insane. Yeah. That happened after the podcast last week, though, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, dude. Chargers might be winning the offseason right now. They're my Finally. guarantee. Finally. My dude. first
1: ever guarantee on the
0: pod. Fucking frustrating. On the baseball side of things, a um, couple of big trades. First one being the Matt Olson deal. Um, Matt Olson, former Oakland Athletic, traded to the Atlanta Braves. For a number of prospects, too, I know were recent first round picks. Um, I know Christian Pache. I'm not sure if that's how you say it, um, but he is a very good young player as well. Um, Definitely a good return for Oakland, but Atlanta gets Olsen kind of telling Freddie Freeman that he is not coming back. And then today, I don't know if you guys even saw this, but eight years, 168 with an option for a ninth on Olsen. So a brave for many years to come. Um, In terms of Freeman, uh, Newman, you talked about this pre-pod, I believe four AL East teams, everybody but the Orioles, um, Dodgers and Padres are all in on Freeman. And it seems like every few hours there's another team jumping in um should be interesting to see where he goes i would guess it. it's going to be relatively soon just based on the uh the time they have to get ready for the season i would think freeman wants to get with his new team as soon as possible um any predictions from either of you two on where freeman signs
1: um i'm just going to manifest it and say the boston red Sox really want this to happen um kind of joking with my roommate, um, who's a Yankees fan. We're going back and forth with this whole thing. And we all thought it was the Dodgers. And then we saw the blue Jays hop in the Yankees hop in the Red Sox hop in. Now the Padres hop in. Um, and he's scared to death, uh, death, that, uh, it's going to be the Red Sox. And I'm just going to speak it
2: into reality. I think I'd probably have to pick the blue Jays. I know in the last 30 minutes, there's been rumors that the Dodgers are actually out on him, which would be fantastic news. Um, I think the Padres actually make a lot of sense. They haven't needed first base, and obviously, That's if the they
0: Sox. move Hosmer slash Myers, they can't afford them. Otherwise, I think they I, they would obviously. Those guys are pale in comparison to Freeman.
2: Obviously, I fucking love the Red Sox to get them.
0: I mean, I have a bad feeling that it's going to be an AL East team, but it's not going to be Boston.
2: It sounds like it's not going to be the Yankees. I don't think. I think they're I kind will, of in on Rizzo.
0: I kind of think it's going to be Tampa. I know they don't spend, but like. There's – I think a lot of guys around the league have to appreciate what they do every year, and I think there's a reason to be excited about Tampa, especially with Franco now. If they add Freeman to that lineup, that's a really, really good lineup.
2: Like I can they, they need a, a first baseman as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then the second trade, Newman, do you want to talk about the Winker trade? Because I don't know all the details.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's – uh trade between the Reds and the Mariners. Reds are shedding a ton of cap, so they're trading Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker for Jake Fraley, Justin Dunn, and Brandon Williamson, a bunch of fucking nobodies. Um, And a player to be named later, which is probably going to be a decent prospect, which kind of scares me a little bit. But obviously the Mariners get the the better end of this deal, get another outfielder. Um, Probably not done trading either, since we have a, a fucking shit ton of outfielders now um, but well, it's a big trade. I mean, we could be looking for our first playoff berth since I was born. Um, that'd be very cool.
1: Um, I, I don't have much to really say about this trade. Uh, just kind of the reaction I've gotten from other people. Um, cause I honestly couldn't tell you who any of the people in the trade are. Um, but I do like Seattle's chances to actually make the playoffs this year.
0: My thoughts are, number one, I would bet Suarez hits fucking 40 or more. Uh, that's a great ballpark for him. Number two, Seattle is locked in my playoffs already. I think they're that good. It's a very good lineup. Um, number three, Newman, which you alluded to, I've heard that this player to be named later is, like, the centerpiece of the deal, and the Reds are super excited about it, so – I don't know what Seattle has stashed away, but I would expect it to be at least a top 10 prospect in the organization, which is going to stink for Seattle. But you get Winker, who was unbelievable last year, albeit some hot stretches and some cold stretches. But Seattle looks really good. You added Ray. uh, You added Adam Frazier to the middle infield to pair with Crawford. That's a really good duo up the middle. Uh, and now Winker in the outfield. Suarez replaces um, Seager's power at least. Um, so uh, I really like what Seattle's done. They're going to be good.
2: Yeah. As long as it's not a uh, Brash or George Kirby, I don't care who we fucking give them.
0: Is that all we had on baseball?
2: Uh, there really hasn't been much. No, uh, at least been. big guys. Are, the, like are there any other people. hot names out there right now? I feel like the... Correa them,
0: got an offer today. I saw it was like five yeah. in the one sixty five, one seventy five range from Houston.
2: Yeah, it seems um, like he'll come back. I know story. Uh, well, we could talk about the Gary Sanchez trade. Or yeah, that no, was yeah, kind Donaldson. of a big
0: one. Sanchez yeah. and Donaldson,
2: Sanchez and Donaldson. Uh, well, Sanchez and uh Urshela for Donaldson yeah. and Counter After they Twins just acquired Counter Filippa. Yeah, I actually I think the Yankees won this trade.
0: I do too. Me too. Sanchez fucking blows. Sanchez
2: blows, and uh, Rourke Vett, who they also got in the deal, is a really good defensive catcher.
1: I find it funny. um, So I think it was just this past year, Donaldson was, like, calling out Garrett Cole for the whole spider tech stuff. So now they're on the same team. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic. I know, obviously, one's in the bullpen, one's in the clubhouse, but it'll just be kind of interesting how that works out.
0: I imagine Donaldson goes up to him in the clubhouse and is like so you're going to show me how you do it or <laughs> <laughs> um but no I do think the Yankees won that deal although I I actually really like urshela I think that he's going to be good for Minnesota. He's I think so he's good a defensively. He, yeah,
2: he's a stud. I just think like the Yankees have needed a contact hitter for fucking ages and kind of had more hits than fucking Lemayhu did last year so I like yeah. I think he's a great defensive piece for
0: them and he can hit for contact. I think it's a, a good deal. Yeah, it was a good deal. Fucking Brian Cashman. Damn um, moving on, uh, March Madness time. Absolute. Fuck yeah, yeah. Sure. the best time of the year.
1: Um, so I guess I will do this. Obviously, I'm sharing my screen so everybody can kind of see the bracket. We'll just talk about the matchups as we go. Um. Yeah. And we'll just kind of make a collective bracket while also giving our picks.
0: Should um, we do? Uh, let's just do one side all the way yeah.
1: through. Yes. Yeah. yeah so we'll start with the West easier. here. Um, first matchup being Gonzaga versus Georgia State, uh, the one versus sixteen. I have a feeling we're all going to pick Gonzaga on this one. Yep. Yes. I think they're clearing better. away the best team right now in basketball. Um. Next, Boise State and Memphis as the 8-9 matchup. I actually like Boise State in this one, just won the Mountain West. Um, I, I like their chances to beat Memphis.
0: I like Boise State as well, and they're the higher seed. I also don't know anything about either team. so
2: Yeah, I like Boise State. I mean, Memphis has some good wins. I know it's like Houston, Colorado State, but I think Boise State is the better team
1: um this next matchup five-seeded UConn versus uh 12-seeded New Mexico State I did not think a lot of people would be taking New Mexico State but I guess Newman will have to tell us about him and his roommate's bracket uh I think UConn will win this I think UConn's a very good team um so my pick would be UConn here
0: my pick is also UConn uh they're just good in March and when they're in it I feel like they always win at least one or two games
2: yeah, I have UConn as well, though. I got fucking outvoted by my roommates. So we pick, had to pick New Mexico State. I just think UConn's a good team playing in the Big East, playing against good competition. I like them a lot. What was the rationale for picking New Mexico State? Uh, they know nothing about it, so they went off mascots. Um, oh <laughs> and they decided that there could not be another Husky in the tournament. So <laughs> we got fucking turned down.
1: Amazing. Um. Next matchup here, uh, 4 seed Arkansas versus 13, Vermont. I'm actually going to go with Vermont on this one. Um, I kind of stated before we started this pod, there's a stat out there about teams that are top 20 in defensive efficiency and top 40 in offensive efficiency. And there's only like seven or eight teams that fall in that category. Vermont is one of them. Um, so I'm going to take them here to have the first round upset.
0: I'd like to think that that stat would mean something in this game but it's Vermont against an SEC team so I'm going to take Arkansas.
2: Um in my bracket I have Arkansas but Vermont has a suffocating defense. They did win the America East I, like they're very fucking good. So I'm I'm totally okay picking Vermont if we don't have a lot of upsets. So we can we can roll with Vermont here.
1: Oh yeah, baby. Um this next game, I think it kind of comes down to who you think plays the or wins the, the like the plan game, I guess, um, between Rutgers and I have no idea what that's going to Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I'd assume Rutgers would win that game. Uh, they had a lot of good wins against a lot of good teams in the Big Ten this year. Um, and they're playing obviously succeeded Alabama. Um, I actually think Rutgers will win against Notre Dame and then also win against Alabama.
0: I actually like Alabama this year. I've seen a couple of their games. Um, And, again, SEC, they play tough competition. Not that Rutgers and Notre Dame don't, but I like Alabama in this one. My bracket really doesn't have that many upsets this year.
2: Um, I'm actually with Dan. I like – Rutgers is one of my favorite teams this year. Harper Jr. is a fucking beast. And if he gets going, like, they're unstoppable. So, if they can pull off the win against Notre Dame tomorrow, I happily have them winning at least the first round
1: love it the next matchup actually just this here. um as much as i like montana state i think it's a tough draw to get texas tech uh the 13 or the three first the 14 matchup here um i i like montana state but i have to go with texas tech
0: yeah i'm going with texas tech as well they just dismantled texas a couple of days ago they've had a good year and the Rough Riders have been very uh, Red Riders? Rough Riders.
2: Red Raiders for
0: Texas. Red team. Raiders. So close, Colin. <laughs> so close. Um, they've been very good in the tournament the past few years. I forget their coach's name, but I really like him.
2: It's Patrick Mahomes.
0: Uh, good one.
2: <laughs> I got Texas Tech as well. Great team. Cool. Uh,
1: next one here Michigan State Davidson. Um, I'm probably going to go with Michigan State. Um, I think the Big Ten is a very good conference. Um, and I'll just have to roll with them over Davidson.
0: Yeah, shout out to my boy CT. Can't pick against MSU. He'd be angry at me.
2: Yeah, I've been riding MSU with CT this year because our legendary player Tyson Walker transferred there, and he's fucking nuts, but he's hurt. So if he doesn't play, I'm going to pick Davidson. But if he does play, I will pick Michigan State. So I, we can roll with Michigan State.
1: Cool. Um, in the last matchup here in the West uh, for the first round, Duke versus CSU Fullerton. No, absolutely nothing about this school. Maybe that's a little concern for a two versus 15 matchup, but I'm going to roll with Duke.
0: I'm going Duke as well. I believe it's Cal State University Fullerton. Interesting.
2: Probably doesn't fucking matter. They're not beating Duke. Fair.
1: Um, do we want to go to the west or do we just want to
2: finish this side?
0: Just finish it. All right. And we're so, in the west right now, Dan.
1: Right. That would be the south, would be the next one. Good catch.
0: Um,
1: all right. So that would leave us with Gonzaga versus Boise State in the second round. Um, I'd probably
0: have to go with Gonzaga for this one. Zags. Zags
1: for me. Um, Five-seeded UConn versus Vermont, and I would go with UConn.
0: This is not a matchup I have in my bracket, um, but I did have UConn to the Sweet 16, so I will stick with UConn. Yeah, I like UConn as well.
1: Um, Rutgers, Texas Tech, um, as much as I like Rutgers, um, I, I think it's just tough to go up against Texas
2: Tech and beat them. So I'll go Texas tech.
0: Newman, would you like to ride Rutgers or should we go Texas tech?
2: I personally have Rutgers <laughs> winning. I'll this game. With you. We can <laughs> ride. <Let's go. laughs> Love it.
1: Um, Duke, Michigan state. Um, uh, I don't think Duke's as good as they, like I don't think they should be a two seed. I'm actually going to roll with Michigan state in this one.
0: Me too. Fine, fuck it. I'm rooting for Michigan I don't, I don't anyway. like Duke this year. After they blew that lead in Coach K's final game, you can't lead that game all day and then suck fucking ass to close it out against I an agree. unranked team at the time. And North Carolina maybe wasn't even gonna make the tournament if they lost that game. So uh, as an ugly loss for Duke. I don't think they're gonna go super far.
1: Fair enough. Um, that would leave us with Gonzaga versus UConn for a trip to what would be, I think, the Elite Eight, and I'll go with Gonzaga.
0: Me as well. Me as well. is an and interesting one.
1: Yeah. Rutgers, Michigan State. Oh, boy.
0: I'm going to go Michigan State. I just don't think an 11 seed is going to make it that far.
1: UCLA last year, I'm pretty sure, made it right. Yeah, did, that's true. As a,
0: but As a plan. Yeah. It's different, though. The the Pac-12 is, like, so deep with pretty good teams. It's the same way in football. Like, they're all, like, a few games above 500, but never super, super good because they all beat up on each other. Um, But Rutgers isn't that way, so I'm going to go Michigan State. Yeah, I like Michigan State. Max Christie's very fucking good <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'd probably have their old Michigan State as well. As much as I think I like this matchup better than Texas Tech for Rutgers, um, probably just go to Michigan State. Um, and then our winner to go to the final four between Gonzaga and Michigan State, I, I feel like it has to be Gonzaga. Yeah. Yes. Yep. All right. That is one-fourth of the bracket. <laughs> um, the South, we got Arizona versus the winner of, what is it, right? State and uh, Bryant.
0: Yeah, forget it. I'll take Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Please sleep for that.
1: Uh, Seton Hall versus TCU in the 8-9 matchup. Um, I think I'm going to go
2: with Seton Hall.
0: I like Seton Hall this year.
2: I'm picking TCU. I've heard good things about them. But I feel like Seton Hall is always an 8-0. They always, they're always always. Uh, always into the second round, so we can roll with them.
1: Um, Houston versus UAB, 5-12 matchup. Uh, I'm high on Houston. I think they should be higher than a five seed. Um, so I'm not going to have to roll with Houston in this one.
0: I agree, but I am tempted to pick either UAB or Chattanooga here. Uh, I think one of these teams, Houston and Illinois, loses. But I'll roll with Houston.
2: I, I agree with you, Dan. Houston should be like a three seed, so I'll, I'll move them along.
1: Uh, the next one, as Colin was alluding to, Illinois-Chattanooga in the 4-13 matchup. I'm actually going to roll with Chattanooga here. Um, not really that impressed with Illinois, so but give me Chattanooga.
0: I'll
2: agree. I have Chattanooga in my bracket. Illinois had a very poor showing in the Big Ten tournaments, and they're trending in the wrong direction. So Let's go.
1: 13 seed, baby. We have two 13 seeds winning so far. Love it. Let's go. Um, Colorado State versus Michigan. Who I don't know how they're even in the tournament. Not to mention that they're also an eleven seed. Um, I have to roll the Colorado State. I don't think Michigan's good at all.
0: I actually had Michigan. I think this is going to be um, kind of a prove it game for them.
2: I have Michigan as well. I think I actually think they're a decent team. I I agree they should not have made the tournament, but you know now that they're here, they might as well win. I don't think Colorado State's very good.
1: Fair enough. Uh, Tennessee versus Longwood, which a lot of people are picking as their Oral Roberts for this year. What a fucking fucking, name.
0: Not a chance. Longwood, Oral Roberts. (laughs) I'm going to name my kid Oral Roberts Longwood. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm still going with Tennessee. Where the fuck even is Longwood? I don't know. Let's find out.
2: I, but Tennessee had an outside chance, in my opinion, of being a one seed. So I, I think they're fucking gross. Yeah,
0: Longwood, Longwood hasn't even played a top 25 team this year. Love even it. They are. They're from Virginia. Interesting. Um,
1: we're all taking Tennessee, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, next one, Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago. Like, I just feel you have to go with Sister Jean here. (laughs) I feel as although like everybody I know is going with Loyola Chicago. So it makes me want to take Ohio State, but I I
0: just have to do it. Going with Sister Jean. Sister uh, Jean, I will ride you to the bank, baby. That
2: that clip of her in the locker room fucking coaching the boys up had me all hyped up. So I'm right, I'm riding with Sister Jean. Absolutely. Um and that was the 710 matchup.
1: Um then last year we have Villanova and Delaware. Yeah, I don't really know if Delaware has a shot going Villanova.
0: Uh Delaware shout sucks. out we beat him. Shout out Joe uh Joe Biden's home state Delaware. <laughs> uh <laughs> taking Villanova.
2: I, I wonder if he'll pick them in his,
0: his bracket. I think Dude, he fills one out Joe, right now. Joe Br- Joe Biden doesn't even know what basketball is, bro. He ain't doing a bracket. Some fucking assistant is doing it for him.
2: <laughs> I, I, I miss when Obama would would televise his okay. bracket. That shit was awesome.
0: Yeah, because he actually knew what he was talking about. Well, he was taking in the North basketball.
2: Carolina as his team. That's nice. Joe, you um, forgot to fill out your Elite Eight. <laughs> <laughs> what? That uh, was a joke on uh, Joe oh, Biden.
0: He oh. signs it, sleepy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Joe Biden. Anyway, back to sports.
1: Um, one-seeded Arizona versus eight-seeded Seton Hall. I'm still going to ride with Arizona.
0: Me too. They're Me so too.
1: good. I agree. They they started the year unranked and worked their way up um, to be a one-seed, so good for them. Uh, five-seeded Houston versus 13-seeded Chattanooga. I don't think there's a Cinderella story here. Got to go with Houston.
0: Yeah. That Houston, Arizona game should be a dog fight. Mm, I guess. Yeah. It should be one of the best ones.
1: Um, Michigan, Tennessee.
0: Yeah. See you later, Michigan. Yeah.
1: Goodbye, Michigan. Bye. Bye. Uh, Villanova in Loyola, Chicago.
0: I'm taking uh, Villanova. Oh, sorry, Dan. I totally forgot that you were picking first.
1: <laughs> now you're good. Um, uh, I think this this is just a t- tough draw for Sister Jean and oil of Chicago.
2: So I go with Villanova. Yeah, I go with Villanova. Sister Jean is always next year. Um
0: if she's still alive. <laughs> yeah.
2: We hope. We hope there's another year for you, sister Jean, but it's not this year. Um
1: Arizona Houston. Mm. I'm gonna take Houston.
0: I'm taking Arizona. I think they're a better defensive team.
2: Yeah, Arizona's my champion, so I will not uh, – I won't let them be lose this early. <laughs> Fair enough. Um,
1: Tennessee, Villanova. Um, I'm going to go with Tennessee.
0: Well, Villanova's my champion, so I'll be rooting for them. Well, goodbye to your champion, because Tennessee's (sighs) a very good
2: team. As much as Cody Gillespie is a great player, I think Tennessee has a good match here.
1: Won the SEC championship.
2: Yes, they did.
1: Uh, And then between Arizona and Tennessee, to go to the Final Four.
0: Arizona for me.
1: Yeah, I'd probably go to Arizona. Yeah, me too.
2: All right. Two one-seas. Let's go.
0: Nice. That's
2: how it should be.
0: Fair enough i can't say the people that have like eights and sevens in the final four. Like, hey, fuck man, it off.
1: happens.
2: This is I the um, I've started doing the wrestling ones with one of my former roommates because he's big into wrestling. And the final eight in every weight class is almost always one through eight, it's very easy <laughs> to predict.
1: Interesting. Um, we will do, I believe, somehow Baylor is like considered the east. Um, so the east is going to be Baylor versus North norfolk state to start and i'm going to definitely go with baylor
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm going with baylor Fuck. funny story so we're doing a team competition for the uh, march madness and we had two people predict norfolk state to win it all no fucking two. way <laughs> two people find that absolutely hilarious that well, sure it wasn't understand.
0: it wasn't like one guy who did it for his buddy as well no just <laughs> two
1: people. I, I don't even think these people talk. One's one is a senior and one's a freshman that walked
2: on. Like these two kids just randomly both picked.
0: No, should post test right. them. For
2: fucking That's fucking Yeah, well, last year I did a I did a pool with my my seven roommates and three of them picked the number sixteen Drexel Dragons to win the whole thing. It's like <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Stupid. Um,
1: next matchup here: the eight nine on UNC Marquette.
0: Uh, I'll go with Marquette. Me too. I don't like UNC.
2: I don't mind either pick here. Uh, I think I think I have UNC just because I feel like they're riding the high of beating Duke, but Marquette's a decent team. And Jimmy Butler went there, so will take them. Fair
1: enough. Uh, St. Mary's versus the winner of Wyoming, Indiana. I – probably will go with St. Mary's regardless of who wins. Although if it's Indiana, it will be a
0: very good game. I'm going to take St. Mary's regardless as well, but I agree with you, Dan.
2: Yeah, I'll take St. Mary's. Indiana could be interesting. I mean, they beat Illinois in the Big Ten uh, tournament. I think they had, they could make a splash. It's weird, by the way. I feel like it's always two elevens that are playing. So it's very strange to see a, a 12 playing.
0: They also beat Michigan.
2: They did beat Michigan, Yeah.
1: Yeah, Indiana had a hot, uh, hot, hot ride in the uh, Big Ten champion or conference championship. That was
0: a good tournament. That was, that was to even even make the play in for them. They weren't going to make it had they not won. Oh yeah, to Their
1: bubble. Uh,
0: Same with uh, Richmond on the other side. Richmond. Um, Spiders.
1: UCLA versus Akron, four versus thirteen. Uh, I, I don't think Akron really has a chance. I'll go UCLA.
2: I agree. Yeah, I'll go with UCLA. The top the top team entering this year, power rankings wise. Yeah. Somehow. Um, Texas versus Virginia Tech in the 6'11
1: matchup. Um, I'll probably go with Texas.
0: Um, I really want to take Texas, but they have not been impressive to me at all this year. I'm gonna go Virginia Tech. Yeah, I'm gonna go with
2: Virginia Tech as well, as my, my two roommates put it. If, if, how are you just going to beat Duke and then lose in the first round? You have to be at least in the Elite Eight. So they're in our <laughs> fucking Elite Eight. <laughs> that's,
1: that's quite an interesting strategy. Oh, you beat Duke in the, the tournament. So you have to make the Elite Eight. Well, they at least,
2: they came all this way. Why, why not keep winning? You know, fair enough. Um,
1: Purdue versus Yale. Um, I have this thing for the Yale basketball team. Uh, I think it was like sixth grade. Everybody had to pick like a sleeper underdog team to win the whole thing. And my upset pick was Yale. And that was the year they beat Baylor as a 5-12. That was the uh, year the Baylor dude had the interview like, oh, how does yeah. Yale out rebound <laughs> Baylor? And the guy's like, oh, well, uh, rebounds when you go up, you grab it and come back down with it. So they did that more times. So th- I've always had a thing for uh, Yale basketball when they make the tournament, but I'll probably have to go with Purdue in this one.
0: I'm going Purdue. They're very good.
2: Yeah, as much as Purdue has a bad track record in March Madness, they do have the best player in the tournament in Jaden Ivy. So I, I can't pick them to lose here. Yeah. Um,
1: Murray State versus San Francisco. Um, I have okay. Murray Racers State. In my, yeah. I have Murray State in my final four. So I'm definitely riding with Murray State here.
0: I have Murray State as well. Not in final four, though.
1: I am let it. It's just John Moran. Let's go, sir. Uh, And then Kentucky versus St. Peter's. And I will let you know on the football team, we have a kid that has St. Peter's making the final four.
2: Yo, who the fuck are these kids? I don't know.
0: Delusional. <laughs> Give me Kentucky.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Baylor versus Marquette in the one verse nine. I will go with Baylor. Me too. I agree. Uh, Saint Mary's versus UCLA. Probably don't want to go with UCLA. Me too. I agree. Purdue, Virginia Tech. Um, probably actually don't go with Virginia Tech in this one.
0: Contrary to Newman's roommate's beliefs, I think this is the end of the road for VT.
2: And <laughs> eh, they didn't come all this way just. <laughs> no, nah, I'm picking Purdue. I like Purdue this year. All right. Uh,
1: and then Murray State, Kentucky. I- I'm rolling with Murray State.
0: Sorry, Dan. Kentucky for me.
2: Oh, sorry, Colin. I have Murray State in my lead eight. <laughs> go <laughs>
0: fuck you go. both.
1: <laughs> um, Baylor, UCLA. Um, I actually am going to take UCLA in this one. I thought I'd be the only one. No, I make it unanimous. Let's go. Screw Baylor. Um. There's also a stat out there, and no team has won the national championship after losing their the first game in the conference tournament, and that was Baylor. Yes, I saw that on TikTok. Uh, Purdue, Murray State. Rolling with Murray State.
0: I'm still rooting against them, going Purdue.
2: I'll pick Murray State, but this is as far as I have them, unfortunately, Dan. Let's go. Murray State,
1: baby. Uh, UCLA, Murray State. I'm still rolling with Murray State.
0: CLA. Yeah, I'd be CLA here. Send them home. Come on.
2: There's no way.
1: Hey, man, you never know.
2: They're probably going to lose to Kentucky in round two and we're going to be kicking ourselves.
0: They're to me, assholes. Uh,
2: <laughs> the Midwest
1: portion of the bracket, we got Kansas versus, I couldn't even tell you what these two teams are, Texas Southern.
2: and Texas Southern and Texas A&M Community College. Um, just fucking Kansas doesn't, it doesn't matter. Where's
0: Neko? Where's Neko, bro? Where's their bitch? Come on,
2: Where's Timberland South and get in. Come on,
0: <laughs> Kansas.
1: Uh, San Diego State versus Creighton. Um, I keep going back and forth on this one. I think it'll be a good game. Um, I think today I'll go with San Diego State.
0: Yeah, me too. Every time I pick Creighton, they let me down. I agree. I
2: agree. I've heard good things about Creighton this year, though. I was surprised to see them in a nine. I would pick Creighton, but I like the Aztecs as well. Um all
1: right, sorry. I thought I got a notification, but it's not that significant. Um, that Iowa versus fair. Richmond. I'll go with Iowa.
0: Iowa for me.
2: Yeah, I really like Iowa, but my fucking idiot roommates like the spiders, so you <laughs> fucking check <pick> the spiders. <laughs>
0: Dude, I can't believe they're a 12
1: seed. Like, they beat Davidson for whatever conference they're from to get into. Yeah. The and then they're a 12 seed. I find that interesting. In uh, Providence
2: versus South Dakota State for the 4-13 matchup. Providence. Take the Friars. Some Northeast love. Providence.
0: Uh, yeah, guys, LSU... hold on. I, I hate to interrupt the bracket talk, but there's a couple things. Um Number one, the Shaq Mason trade, 6.3 million in cap space this year, 8.875 next year. So a bigger financial gain there. And secondly, we forgot Justin Reed, who I thought was kind of a big signing for KC, replacing Matthew.
1: Yeah. That was a big I like it. um, I think it's a cheaper option than Tyron Matthew. So
2: yeah, I agree. I think it was a smart decision.
1: Back to the bracket
2: Um,
1: LSU versus Iowa State I honestly don't know who to pick in this one And I'll probably just roll with LSU
0: Thirdly I'm sorry, another NFL rumor Um, Pats are interested In trading for L. L Collins I saw that That'd be a a good decision I think Uh, Anyways, LSU for me
2: Yeah, I'll take LSU I think we have picked all the other 11s (laughs) Yeah <laughs>
0: um we
2: did actually, yes. Um
1: Wisconsin, Colgate, Wisconsin by a mile.
0: Yeah, Wisconsin for me.
2: Yeah, Johnny Davis is gross. I actually took Colgate last year to beat Arkansas. And we were all rooting for a team toothpaste, and they fucking let me down.
1: <laughs> team toothpaste.
2: toothpaste. Uh USC Miami. Uh,
1: go with USC. Really don't know anything about you, the basketball teams this year.
0: Uh, I'm taking USC. I feel like Pac-12 seven seeds have good track records. I've heard like Oregon uh, in the past, Arizona in the past. Yeah,
2: I've heard good things about Miami as a potential sleeper, so I picked them. But, I mean, I always get the seven time wrong, so I don't care. Uh,
1: And then Auburn and Jacksonville State has one of the more interesting stories. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. So they didn't win their conference. They lost to Jacksonville in the semifinal game. And Bellarmine was supposed to play Jacksonville in the championship game. Bellarmine is on a five-year ban because they just joined Division Oh,
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So they beat Jacksonville. And because of conference rules, Jacksonville doesn't go. Bellarmine doesn't go. Jacksonville State, who lost in the semifinal, goes to the tournament as the conference championship winner. And they're a 15 seed. They're not even a 16 seed. A 15 seed makes no sense.
0: Uh, I, yeah, I heard that as well. It's a crazy story. Um, regardless, whichever of the three teams it could have been, I think Auburn's going to win by 40 points or more. Probably. I <laughs> yeah, will go Auburn.
1: All right. Uh, Kansas, San Diego State. I'll go Kansas.
0: Kansas for me. I'll go Kansas as well.
1: Iowa-Providence. I'm going to go with Providence, actually.
0: Roll Friars, baby. God damn it. I, I like Iowa. Uh,
1: LSU-Wisconsin. I'll go with Wisconsin.
2: Me too. They're hot right now. I like Wisconsin. Now, Michigan State beat him in the, the, the conference tournament.
1: Uh, USC-Auburn. I'll go with Auburn.
0: I am going to take USC.
2: I'm going to take Auburn. I like this, this, these chalk picks we've got going on here. I feel like this portion of the bracket is very just like – there's not going to be a lot of
1: upsets, I feel.
2: Don't sleep on the spiders.
1: The spiders. <laughs> um, Kansas or Providence? I will still go with Kansas.
0: I will yeah. go Providence.
2: Ooh. I'll go with Kansas. Tough. Uh, in Wisconsin,
1: Auburn, I am going to go with Wisconsin.
2: Yep. I, I agree.
1: Auburn kind of started to fall off towards the end. Yeah. Uh, and then Kansas, Wisconsin.
2: I take Wisconsin. I like, I like Wisconsin. They have, Really? Like, they have a good team.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: I will probably go Wisconsin as well. So that they they've,
0: they've made runs before. Uh, Frank Kamitsky. Anybody remember that? That's true. Yes.
1: Uh, That leaves us with a final four of Gonzaga, UCLA, and Arizona, Wisconsin. So, who is your winner for Gonzaga, UCLA?
2: This is my exact final four. Good job, gentlemen. This would be such a good game. (laughs) Yeah, a rematch of the buzzer beater last year.
0: Ah, fuck. I'm going to say Juzang pulls it off, wins this one. And then I'm going to go with
1: Gonzaga.
2: Yeah, I just don't think that UCLA has an answer for Timmy or Chet Holgren.
1: Fair. Uh, and then Arizona, Wisconsin. I like
2: sure, Arizona. I'm like. i going to go with Wisconsin. Oh, shit. I would okay. take Arizona. Let's go. And
1: then we have Gonzaga, Arizona, 2-1 seeds in the national championship. I'll go with Gonzaga.
0: Yeah, nobody ever repeats in this tournament, so I'll go Arizona. I like Arizona as well. Let's
2: go. Mm-hmm. We picked my my final four and winner. Well,
1: the Clubhouse Convos national champion for March Madness will be the Arizona Wildcats. With a score of – I'll let you two pick because you thought they'd win.
0: High. High scoring.
2: High scoring. Probably like 89 to make it close. 80, 85. Four. Four. Alright, we'll go four.
0: Good work, gentlemen. Cool. I think that was a pretty reasonable bracket. I like it actually.
2: Yeah. And we'll be doing we'll be doing a bracket challenge. We'll set something
0: up in on the Instagram. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's
0: all we had. Yeah, I got nothing else. It's been a longer pod, so we can wrap now. Um good pod today, fellas. Uh, thanks for listening to the listeners, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.
1: Put your tears away and oh, no fear today You can drive off towards that summertime sunset It's what you ain't done yet Take the keys,
0: leave the regrets Write your letters, place your bets I'll be the one who tips